Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Six months ago, you'd have needed $65,000 to buy one single Bitcoin. Now you need less than a third of that. Digital currencies have collapsed in value and some suspect that they will never recover. But have rumours of their death been exaggerated? Aidan Jones is a director and senior blockchain market um, specialist with PwC and he joins us. Um, Good morning, Aidan. Morning, Joe. How are you? I'm not too bad, Hayden, and thank you for joining us. Um, let's start with Bitcoin before we come to blockchain. Uh, is this a dip or a long-term price now being set at a much lower rate? So those are some terrifying numbers you've quoted there. But uh, I think overall, some kind of pullback was was ultimately inevitable for a market to have traded from $3,500 up to $69,000 in the space of two years. Seeing the turbulence that we've seen over the last uh, two or three months triggered by what is a fairly gloomy economic picture, I think was inevitable. Investors love cash. Uh, I'd say there's quite a bit of noise in that price as well. A lot of people bought something they didn't necessarily understand. So this kind of shake out, uh, I mean, it happens, this this happens in, in Bitcoin. And, and so, very sometimes that's healthy, of course, that people ab- ab- discover yeah, ab- that the curve that can bend downwards ab- as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's very interesting. I'm, I'm sat here looking at the price of gold, the way gold has traded, you know, the, the early 80s through to the early uh, 2000s, the gold market found a lovely level between three and four hundred dollars, and then between 2015 2018, about fourteen hundred dollars for gold. Markets like these levels. I mean, it's interesting. I look at the price of Bitcoin. That you know, it's traded at sort of you know eight thousand dollars roughly um, for for the bulk of its of its life so far. Twenty thousand would be a new level. Um, I saw that Bitcoin uh, Bloomberg's rather. Uh, we're sort of quoting uh, a piece yesterday saying that it was technically set to go to 30, which may be possible. But we'll see. Um, this, it's still early days at this level of 20. So uh, it may be the case 20 might be a good number for them. You focus also on a digital central bank currencies. Um, have their future been affected by this collapse in confidence in cryptocurrencies? I would argue, I would argue not in the slightest. I think um, you know, the work that we do with the, um, our central bank uh, digital currency index, so we publish that annually that uh, tracks the progress of the central banks globally. Uh, there are leaders. I mean, China is a big leader out there. Uh, you've got the Bahamas, you've got Nigeria. Uh, I would say that um, you know Europe, uh, the US, and uh, UK are slightly more conservative, but they see the power of the technology, so the power of these uh, central bank issued digital currencies, and the beauty there is the fact that they will be um, you know, a, a quasi emanation of the state. So, uh, you know, some argue that the beauty of digital currencies is that they have no connection to the state. Some would argue that that's also um, uh, it, it questions their utility in a, at a broader enterprise level. But uh, central bank issued digital currencies are certainly something which will be hugely uh, transformative in relation to uh, enterprise technology. Oh, well, let's watch that space. Now, blockchain is the backbone for all of this. And this is your specialism, Hayden. Uh, it's going nowhere, but its take up and its usage across the board has been slower than a lot had expected. Yeah, blockchain is, um, as, you, as you rightly say, Joe, blockchain is the technology that underpins uh, digital currencies. It is a hugely powerful um, uh, platform in that we can bring together you know, data, we can bring together value, uh, we can put it on a ledger, uh, and we can, we can change it and we can trust the way we make changes to it. Because it's all channel, public. Because, because it's all public. Fully Absolutely transparent. Right. Absolutely right. So, so the theory goes that we can, we can run big supply chains on it, uh, and I can take a, a pen, for example, 
uh, and I can see, you know, I can look all the way back through my, you know, the, the, the supply chain, and I can see the barrel of oil, which is correct, you know, which is connected to that, uh, the plastic that's associated with that, with that pen. But the challenge is, is, is the level of disruption that implies from a technology perspective, because you've got multiple parties that need to sign up to that, uh, that single record of the truth. So that is a bigger challenge. But I think in these days of sustainability, uh, you know, the, you need to understand the carbon footprint associated with all of the goods, the services that we, we consume on a daily basis. We will see a gradual trend towards this new technology. It will take some time. It might be five, and, ten years. And a bit of education, yeah, perhaps, as well, Hayden, yeah, because a lot, a lot of people lot. don't know the difference between no, blockchain exactly. and crypto. Absolutely right. There's, there's lots of education. We spend a lot of time, what we do, you know, PwC, supporting our clients and understanding how to use this technology properly, which uh, we take great, great pleasure in doing that. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, the future is always bright. And uh, I see it, you know, I see a great future for blockchain. Well, thank you so much for getting up early and joining us. That's Hayden Jones, who's the Senior Blockchain Markets Specialist at the consultants PwC. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.